0: Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. Dr. Scripture, in our last program, you were talking about the Creation Research Society's latest publication, the CRSQ Special Edition on Genetics, but you barely
1: got into the material published in the journal. (laughs) Yes, Scott. And just to explain what CRSQ means, it's the Creation Research Society Quarterly. And I guess I sort of presented a little history lesson (laughs) on the development of the field of genetics and its relationship to Darwinism before I actually started talking about the information related to the discoveries being made in the field of genetics, which, as the spring 2016 edition of CRSQ points out, Strongly support what the biblical narratives say about creation and human ancestry, and in fact, create a host of problems for Darwinism, or Neo-Darwinism, as we explained in the last show. And so not to engage
0: in a lot of repetition, but for those who didn't hear the history lesson on genetics <laughs> as you called it, maybe you should summarize what you explained in the last program because that information really did give us important background for mm-hmm. why the new discoveries in genetics are so relevant to the creation versus evolution debate, so to speak.
1: Okay, well, I'll summarize it this way. When Darwin published Origin of the Species way back in 1859, There was no knowledge of genes, or even DNA, let alone how DNA, RNA, and proteins worked together to biochemically make life possible. Then, moving forward to 1942, that's 83 years later, when Julian Huxley published his important work titled Evolution, the Modern Synthesis, he included the idea of genetic mutation being the source of variation in populations of organisms those variations being the reason why natural selection then had different characteristics to choose from and thus select the fittest individuals for survival. His proposals then became known as Neo-Darwinism. However, the field of molecular biology didn't even exist then Hmm. because the structure of DNA and how it worked biochemically wasn't discovered until decades later. So when you say
0: molecular biology, you're referring to the study of molecules like DNA and proteins, just to name a couple, that ultimately make up a cell.
1: Yes, molecules that work together to make the processes of life possible. So what has happened then as a result of the study of molecular biology and biochemistry and modern genetics is the assumptions of neo-Darwinism have been dramatically challenged by evidence uncovered through research. And it is this new research that the current issue of the Creation Research Society Quarterly presents and discusses, explaining how the evidence supports creation theory, if we want to call it that. So, for example, the title of the second article in the journal is Human genetic data affirms biblical history on many levels and is an excellent resource for creation-based research. The article is written by Robert Carter and Gene Leitner. You know, Dr. Scripture. before you go on to discuss
0: what's in that article, I want to say I really like the way the authors put it. The data is an excellent resource for creation-based research. In other words, they're emphasizing that everyone is using the same data. Mm -hmm. Discoveries are being published, and it doesn't matter what journal the research is published in, the data is available, and it can be interpreted through more than one set of assumptions— The common assumption in mainstream academia, of course, is that evolution explains everything. Yeah. But if one assumes that creation is how everything originated, the data can also be interpreted that way, and it supports what the Bible says.
1: That is really important for everyone to understand, too, Scott. We all are looking at the same evidence, but the interpretation of what it means will vary dramatically depending on the assumptions you have as you interact with it. And so, in that article about human genetic data affirming biblical history, I want to read from the article's abstract, which summarizes what the paper presents. It says, quote, Some have claimed that modern genetic data is at odds with biblical history, yet closer examination reveals that the opposite is true. In terms of the origin of humanity— Genetic data support the fact that all humans alive today can trace their ancestry back to a single male and a single female. When evolutionary assumptions are discarded and actual observable mutation rates are used, the molecular clock indicates that those individuals lived within a biblical time frame. Analysis of the human mitochondrial DNA reveals three major mitochondrial lineages, which appear to point to the three daughters-in-law of Noah. And the Y-chromosome distribution pattern supports a single paternally-based dispersion, as expected by the Babel event. Okay, now I was able to grasp
0: some of what you just read there, Dr. Scripture, but frankly, they lost me when they started referring to mitochondrial lineage. (laughs) And Y chromosome
1: patterns? Interpret, please. (laughs) Well, sure, Scott. And let me assure everyone before they change the station or just turn off their iPod that it's not that hard to understand. And you'll be glad you did, okay? So first, let me interpret what they're talking about when they refer to the Y chromosome. Scott, do you know what the X and Y chromosomes are? They're the sex chromosomes, right? Exactly. If you have two X chromosomes... You're a female. And if you have an X and a Y chromosome, you're a male. So, in reproduction, the female only contributes an X chromosome, but the male can contribute an X or Y, 50-50. Yeah, I've heard it said that the father determines the gender of the baby, so that would be why. Yep, it's because at conception... Based on whether the sperm is carrying an X or a Y chromosome, and that's 50-50, which it'll be, when that X or Y chromosome joins with the X chromosome provided by the mother in the egg, the offspring will be either XX, female, or XY, male. Therefore, since the Y chromosome only comes from the father... All the Y-chromosomes distributed through the entire human population, regardless of race, nationality, or geographic location, came from, according to the Bible, Noah. Noah's three sons had his Y-chromosome, making them males, and all boys born ever since are descended from those three men, all of us males, deriving our Y-chromosome from a common ancestor, Noah. So what I read, quote, the Y chromosome distribution pattern supports a single paternally based dispersion as expected by the Babel event, unquote, means genetic studies of the Y chromosomes of males across the entire earth point to everyone having a common male ancestor who did not live more than several thousands of years ago. In contrast to human evolution theory, that claims modern man is 150 to 200,000 years old. And, of course, evolution also claims our ancestry goes all the way back to a common ancestor with chimpanzees, (laughs) and that was around 5 million years ago. But, Scott, one of the interesting things about that is the evolutionary proposal that modern man is 150 to 200,000 years old is based purely on the assumption that man and chimpanzee diverged from a common ape-like ancestor 5 million years ago. It is not based on empirical data. Because, in fact, the empirical data indicate all modern man descended from a common ancestor about six thousand years ago.
0: Mm. Well, now, Dr. Scripture, (laughs) that may be absolutely true, but it seems to me that most people, though they don't understand all that's involved in the claims of evolution, will take what you've just said and simply dismiss it as some wild
1: claims by a creationist. (laughs) Well, how right you are, Scott. And, of course, the more ardent evolutionists will also follow those dismissals up with a few insults about a creationist's intelligence and training or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. So, to demonstrate the validity of what I just said, because I cannot stress strongly enough to our audience that this information is not being broadcast by the scientific establishment or by the media— I'm going to read, again, a statement that I read in our last program, which is published on an evolution website called thethirdwayofevolution.com, and it reveals the trouble neo-Darwinism is in as an explanation for how evolution actually occurs. These scientists admit that much of what evolutionists claim is based on baseless assumption, so, this is on the homepage of the thethirdwayofevolution.com, and it says, quote, "...the DNA record does not support the assertion that small, random mutations are the main source of new and useful variations." Mm. We now know that the many different processes of variation involve well-regulated cell action on DNA molecules. Now wait a minute! I've always heard from the evolutionists that evolution occurs by small random mutations. That's what you've heard, and that's what is taught in every public junior high, high school, or college textbook, on every discovery or history or learning channel on TV, and in every museum, except for the few creation museums sprinkled around the country, and. And yet those who really know, know that based on the evidence, evolution simply can't work that way. So what that website actually does is it shows that my statement, which is much of evolutionary interpretation of data is based on assumption and not empirical data, is not just what I, a creationist, says, but what a growing number of evolutionists are admitting to. So, with that in mind, now let me read a little bit from the body of this article in the Creation Research Society Quarterly I've been talking about. I think it will be understandable based on the things that we've discussed up to this point. Reading from the article now. The human Y chromosome is remarkably similar among all humans, and the mutation rate is so slow it is difficult even to detect. This is consistent with the biblical account where Noah would have passed his Y chromosome on to his three sons less than 5,000 years ago. Yet the chimpanzee Y chromosome is radically different from the human Y, which is a challenge for evolutionists to explain even in their extended time frame. If humans and chimps had a common ancestor several million years ago, evolutionists are forced to propose that the Y chromosome mutated incredibly fast. But if all human males have very similar Y chromosomes, and they do, Y chromosome Adam must have lived a very short time ago, Either way, this is not consistent with evolutionary predictions. Yet, in contrast, this fits well with the biblical history of humans being created separately from all other animals. And then in another portion of the article, it goes on to say, And interestingly, it was the evolutionists who uncovered genetic evidence of a single woman, mitochondrial Eve and a single man, Y-chromosome Adam, founding the human race. They also uncovered evidence of a severe population bottleneck from which they construct their out-of-Africa model. These genetic situations are more consistent with the creation model than with evolution. Well, Dr.
0: Scripture, I think you did a good job of addressing the common Y chromosome, but you just barely mentioned mitochondrial DNA, which was something else I asked you about at the beginning of the program. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I'm guessing our listeners would like to know more, but I'm also guessing that we're probably going to have to wait till next time to hear it.
1: That's right. We're out of time, and I'm looking forward to it, Scott, because the more research being done, the more evidence we uncover that points to the validity of the Bible. And it's not just creation versus evolution issues that are at stake. The credibility of the entire Bible is at stake. For example, listen to what Peter says in the New Testament. First Peter chapter 3, verse 20 says, When the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah, during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. And that's not what I say. That's what Scripture says.